Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. It's a miracle. You're on the Racing and Sports Punters pod for another week as we help you traipse a trail through the sometimes transient and often transmogrifying world of sports betting. It's Jimmy Buckley with you on the first day of August, just coming back down to earth after an utterly absorbing weekend of sport. Penrith ace Nathan Cleary will sit out five matches after a good old-fashioned spear tackle on Parramatta's Dylan Brown who thankfully walked away from the horrifying incident. That's blown the NRL wide open after a topsy-turvy weekend that left Sharks, Cowboys and Eels fans all believing they could win the comp this year. In the Australian game, Richmond fans were sent into a delirious spin on Sunday afternoon as the Tigers clawed their way back from 42 points down to overrun the Brisbane Lions, rounding out a weekend in which Geelong and Melbourne flexed their September muscle. England claimed the women's Euro crown overnight, downing Germany in extra time. Celtic and Rangers both scored twice to secure opening day wins in the Scottish Premier League. And yet, there is still much more sport to be had. We're six weeks out from the start of the NFL season. And to begin a weekly series of previews, I'm joined by Jake Altieri. Welcome, Jake. Thank you very much. Uh, beautiful intro, as always. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Uh, now, Racing in Sports uh, star, who is, of course, the host of the very much heralded Weekend Multi podcast, and many punters out there will have recognised your dulcet tones from some of the local AFL scene. Well, we'll start off with the multi. It's uh, heralded, but not so much successful. We try our hardest, and I guess that's all that matters. You can't knock a bloke who tries. Hopefully the 25 people that tune in most Saturdays to the AFL Canberra live stream will recognise me. And if you see me out on the street, make sure you say day. Love your work, mate. And you've been uh, calling the Queanbeyan Tigers towards what we can only hope is another premiership this season. And by the sounds of it, you, you do the lot on your own. Yeah, very likely that the uh, Queanbeyan Tigers will get the job done this year. Sometimes I do have a bit of support, but look, I'm pretty pretty happy doing it by myself. That means I can do and say whatever I want and... Thankfully, where it's all part of the learning curve and onto bigger and better things in the years to come, fingers crossed. Now, we've got you in the chair for your debut on this particular podcast in your guise as racing and sports, American sport expert. Expert's a stretch, but uh, no, I'm very happy with the word expert. And we'll rip straight in. So as I said off the top there, we're going to come to you uh, on a series of successive Mondays between now and the start of the season to preview a couple of the the divisions and try and figure out a couple of futures bets just to set you up nicely for the forthcoming and highly anticipated NFL season. And the first two cabs off the rank today are the AFC North and the NFC North. And we'll start with the AFC North, which, of course, featured last season's beaten Super Bowl side, the Cincinnati Bengals, the surprise packet last year. 
This division, as we know, also includes the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if I can just quickly run through here the prices for each of those franchises to finish on top of the AFC North, Depending on where you look, either Cincinnati or Baltimore are favourites. Cincinnati are kind of around about that $2.80 mark. Baltimore, well, $2.90 with Ladbrokes, but as cheap as $2.50 with Tab to win that division. The Cleveland Browns, you're looking at about $3.30, $3.60, depending on where you shop. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, no longer with Big Ben Roethlisberger, well, they're out to $10 to win this division. Jake, what do you make of uh, of how the AFC North is shaping up this season? Yeah, I guess the betting markets say it all, really. It's a bit of an unknown between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were just putrid last year, and I think even they'll come out and be the first ones to admit that they didn't play up to standard, or to their standards, I should say. But the Bengals, they might be the forgotten ones here. They did sort of jump out of the box and provide a bit of a surprise last year to make it all the way to the Super Bowl but I think they could be even better this year and as you said some markets have them Baltimore first and the Bengals second and others have them the other way so it's a toss of the coin I guess you could say who will win the division first of all but I think you can almost confidently say those two will be heading towards the playoffs come season's end. I want to give you a stat before we move on. Now this is around the record of the losing Super Bowl team in their next season because it does make for interesting reading. So what I'll do is I'll go back about seven years. So 2020, the Kansas City Chiefs lost the Super Bowl and then finished up 12-5 and last season. And, well, they lost that game to the Bengals in the AFC Championship decider, which was an absolute cracker. In any event, they've, they've bounced out of it pretty well. The season before, the San Francisco 49ers lost the Super Bowl and then finished 6-10 and 10 the following year. They've not been able to bounce back. 2018, LA Rams lose the Super Bowl, finish 9-7 in 2019, but do miss the playoffs. 2017, the New England Patriots lose the Super Bowl, and then they win the Super Bowl the following season. So it is doable. 2016, Atlanta lose the Super Bowl somehow to the Patriots and then finish 10-6 and six the following season and do make the playoffs. And just two more. 2015, Carolina Panthers lose the Super Bowl. 2016, they go 6-10, and 10, miss the playoffs. And then Seattle in 2014 lost the Super Bowl, but made the playoffs the following season with a 10-6 and six record. So a bit of a mixed bag there. Some teams do seem to bounce out of it okay and go again. Some teams do seem to struggle. And the question is... Which way do the Bengals go? I think you're you're pretty keen on them by the sounds of it. Yeah, I think they're still trending the right way. They've got some really young key players. I mean, Joe Burrow, the quarterback, he's only 25. Jamar Chase, 22. And T. Higgins, 23. They're his main men offensively. And then Joe Mixon's the oldest of them at 26. So they are still got plenty to come, I believe. And looking at the stats, Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback last year, 51 times. They've gone out and they've brought in some more offensive lineman to protect him and if he gets more time in the pocket and more time to survey the field I think it's uh, alarm bells for the rest of the competition. Very impressive young man Joe Burrow and I encourage punters out there to go and look at a couple of his interviews. He clearly has a lot of confidence but quite articulate as well. Yeah he, he definitely has that killer instinct and just that will to win I think came in he had an ACL injury it might have been he missed his rookie year so to speak I believe but 
what he did last year was phenomenal. And played injured for a lot of last year as well. Are we assuming, Jake, that this is a two-horse race, this AFC North? I mean, we're not going to try and make a case for Cleveland or Pittsburgh? Uh, I believe not. I think, especially with what's going on with the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson at the minute, his season is obviously still up in the air regarding some off-field indiscretions. But uh, even if he plays, I don't think they'll be in the first two I think they're pretty comfortable in the third spot, whether he is there or not. And that's reflected in a lot of these betting markets with most agencies not offering too many on the Browns at this stage. So that one is well and truly up in the air. The Browns finished 8-9 last year, of course. Baltimore was 8-9 last year. This was actually one of the closest divisions last season in the NFL. All right, Jake, can I take from you, if you were betting on this division, what do you like the look of? So with Ladbrokes, they have a market over and under season wins. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals over nine and a half season wins. That's at $1.88 currently at the time of recording. You look at the sort of first 10 weeks of the Bengals' schedule this season and you can see them winning definitely six and possibly seven or eight games in in the first half of the season heading towards the bye in week 10, I believe they have it. So I think the $1.88 for nine and a half season wins... Being over that is pretty good value for me. And then another market with Bet365, they have a division top two market. So this is just for these two teams to finish in the top two, any order. You can get $2.45 about Baltimore and Cincinnati to finish 1-2 in any order. Jeez, that's a great discovery. I wasn't aware of that particular wagering option. $2.45. For Cincy and Baltimore to Quinella this division. Yep, any order. A division uh, where, of the other two sides, Cleveland are potentially going to be without their quarterback and Pittsburgh are without their quarterback of the last... I think Ben started in about 2005, so they are completely and utterly going off in a new direction this season. Yeah, it's um, definitely the start of a rebuild for the Steelers going forward, but all, uh, all the more to them. Well done. Continue on. Well found, Jake. That's uh, that's why we've got you in the chair, mate. I like it. NFC North now. A bit more spread out this division. Last season, the Green Bay Packers took care of this quite comfortably with a 13-4 and record, and they're roughly the $1.50 favourites to win the division this season. The Minnesota Vikings were 8-9 last year. You can get $3.75 about them knocking off the Packers. And the other two really are just making up numbers here. The Detroit Lions, who finished 3-13 and last year with a draw, I think, thrown in the mix, and they started 0-8. Oh, jeez, they've, they've been an ordinary team for a long time, the poor old Lions. They're, uh, depending on where you shop, $8.50 out to 13 bucks to win this division. And then the Chicago Bears, who was 6-11 and last year, another side that's... Gee whiz, if anything, they may well go backwards from that this year. They're, again, $9.50, 10 bucks for thereabouts to win this division. The question here, first and foremost, Jake, I think, is can the Minnesota Vikings mount a serious challenge to wrest this division away from the Green Bay Packers? I think they can. I think these two divisions, the AFC North and the NFC North, will be some of the most competitive, especially heading towards the postseason and back end of the season that we'll probably see throughout the league. Green Bay Packers have pretty much dominated this division for the last three years, and Aaron Rodgers with back-to-back MVPs does help that cause. 
but he did lose Devontae Adams, which was his go-to man on offense, and it sort of leaves a sour taste in the mouth, I guess, with the Green Bay Packers, but the Vikings bringing in a new head coach who is more of an offensive-minded uh, head coach, and Kirk Cousins, he's very, very good, but maybe not had the tools around him to sort of show his worth, so... Justin Jefferson at his third year will probably be better again, fingers crossed. And barring injury, there's no doubt that they can mount a big, big challenge to not only win the division, but possibly even go two, three weeks deep into the playoffs. I guess we must say the other end of that equation, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's 39 years old now. He's lost a few stars around him that have moved on. But again, they are a very, very difficult side to beat at Lombo Field and... I mean, two games against the Lions, two games against the Bears over the course of a season, you'd have to think that's four wins right there as well. So, you know, it's easy enough to make the case that Green Bay are going to pick up a fair amount of wins over the course of this season too. But just on to some of these prices now, the Minnesota Vikings, their win line, regular season win line, depending on where you go, is set at either eight and a half or nine and a half. What are your thoughts there, Jake? Is that is that maybe too low? I'm not sure about too low. It seems about right. As you were saying that, it sort of seems both 8.5 and 9.5 and and like they could sort of teeter both ways. There is a lot of positivity about them, obviously, but I guess you'd rather wait sort of a couple of weeks into the season to see how they gel and even through the preseason matches to see sort of what direction they are heading with the, under the new management and the new head coach. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do sort of get to the that 10-win mark along with the Green Bay Packers and those two will be finding it out at the top of the division. Yeah, and, and that's only two more wins than last season. The Vikings need to collect for you to cash on an over nine and a half wins bet, which is actually paying two bucks with sports bet, which I think is a pretty good price. There's one more I don't mind the look of here, Jake, which is Chicago under six and a half wins. You can get a dollar eighty-eight. At Ladbrokes, I really struggle to see them winning any more than six games. Yeah, they're um, unfortunately for Bears fans in Australia and around the world, if you're listening, welcome. I just don't see him doing much. Justin Fields, there's, you know, he's a pretty good player on his day, but he seems to get himself into some tricky positions and they are still rebuilding around him. So under six and a half wins does seem very, very reasonable. Yeah, he spent plenty of time injured last year. The one positive for Chicago is that Luke Getze has joined from the Packers as offensive coordinator. Fair to say he's got a big job ahead of him. Jake, what do you like in these NFC North betting markets? So there's a couple here that I like. We're going to head back to Bet365. So they have a division correct order market. So this is first, second, third and fourth in the division in correct order. You can get Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. So one, two, three, four for $4.50. And of course, this means that I believe that the Green Bay Packers will win the division. Or you can go the other way where it's Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Bears, and that's $4. So either $4.50 or $4, depending on who you believe will finish third and fourth in that market. But then we go over to Ladbrokes and a couple of season props, I guess you could say, player props. Kirk Cousins over 31 and a half touchdowns for the year. That's currently a dollar eighty seven. He's had 30, 35, and 33 his last three years with the Vikings. And if you think they're going to be more of an offensive prowess, 
you can almost lock that in, I would believe. And following along from that, I guess these two are sort of linked where Justin Jefferson over 1,350 and a half receiving yards, also a dollar eighty-seven. He had 1,400 in his rookie season. That was an NFL record before Jamar Chase came in last year and blew that to smithereens. But he had 1,616, 1,616 last season. So the 1,350 and a half that's on offer seems quite good. I guess you can say if he was around that 1,400 yard mark, that even that would be a bet. So dollar eighty-seven for those two, and you can multi them up with Lad Brooks and get three dollars forty-nine if you like. Very nice. All right, let's let's summarise because there's a little bit to get through there, and I'm going to leave you with uh, a cheeky little arbitrage opportunity that I've found. More on that in a moment. But back to the AFC North and Jake likes Cincinnati. Over nine and a half wins at a dollar eighty eight, and two dollars forty five with bet three six five about the AFC North Quinella Cincinnati with the Baltimore Ravens, and one from me there. I quite like Pittsburgh under seven and a half wins at a dollar eighty eight with Ladbrokes. Moving on to the NFC North, and a couple we've found now. Now Jake's found an absolute belter with bet three six five. You can actually pick the order of the division and he doesn't mind the look of Green Bay from Minnesota and either Chicago or Detroit which pays $4.50 or $4 depending on that order of the final two. We don't mind the look of Kirk Cousins over 31 and a half touchdowns at $1.87 and then the star wide receiver Justin Jefferson over 1350 and a half receiving yards on the season which also pays $1.87. And if you are Minnesota-minded enough, you can multi those last two ones up. And, yeah, that'll hit about $3.60 or something, I think. Yeah, about three fifty. dollars yep. three fifty. there you go. And just finally, before we let you go, and you will need to be quick on this, I would imagine, but uh, the Detroit Lions, their regular season win line is set at 6.5. At Sportsbet, you can currently get $1.99 for that total to go unders. And with Ladbrokes, you can currently get $2.20 with that total to go over. That's interesting. So do with that as you will. And, Jake, we will see you again next Monday. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. And happy punting.